than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Can I help who's next? Tom's part-time barista is now a full-time actor. Oh, you didn't hear. He got the part on Broadway. Yeah, great for him, bad for our finicky cold brew tap. Now he needs a star understudy to fill his open role. And he made the best grande triple shot with oat milk caramel. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Being human is sometimes hard. 988 is a free 24-7 confidential lifeline for you or if someone you know is experiencing emotional distress or worried about alcohol or drug use. Call, text, or chat 988 to be connected to compassionate professionals who will listen and help you find local resources. Hope is three numbers away for all of us. Learn more at 988nm.org. Your allergies are making you miserable. You can do something to make it better. Call Ductworks to clean your ducts and minimize the pollen and dust blowing into your home. Other big companies say they're certified to clean your ducts, but Ductworks is. They do duct cleaning right. Call veteran-owned Ductworks at 600-9374 or schedule a cleaning at ductworksnm.com. That's Ductworks with an X. Ductworks. Breathe easy. Stay healthy. KNML AM Albuquerque is the sports animal. Proud to be a cumulus media station. Even if they're not that proud of us. Now, now betting, betting for the, for sports, the sports animal. animal your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number two, two men on, on. Van Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. And, and in the, the on-deck on circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Check it out, check it out. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. And yo, the party don't stop. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. And yo, we take it to the top. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. We go hard in the block. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. Yeah. Long bleed here, Fred. It's time to rock. Weren't you listening? I oh I thought we were gonna go into the Wheel of Fortune at some point. I thought we were thought we were gonna celebrate Pat Sajak. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Pat Sajak, who today announced that after this upcoming season of Wheel of Fortune, that he no longer will be the host the way that he has been for the past forty years of the most popular game show that I haven't watched really ever in my entire life. I'm more of a Jeopardy guy. I'm 100% more of a Jeopardy guy. Wheel of Fortune's a little easy. A little easy. Oh, but what? funner. What did you just say? Wheel of Fortune's easy. You're an idiot. No, it's very It easy. is so hard. What? Spelling? Oh, okay. Never mind. Not your forte. Okay. I don't mess with spelling, dude. Difference of opinion here. O-P-I-N-I-O-N. Opinion. What's that? Huh? The only thing I can spell is O-P-P. You know me. I do know you. Can you believe it? 40 years? 
Does Vanna have to retire too? Also, I don't like names that don't sound right unless I say their last name. Does Vanna White have to retire too? Oh, you don't know? Oh, Vanna White died in a horrific accident years ago. That's been a robot. She's been AI generated for yeah, a decade. As much like Mick Jagger. Yeah, this is a a long time ago. I just looked up. She's 130. Oh, she's 66. I just looked up Vanna White 2023. Banger. This is the most beautiful woman that's ever been on television. Wheel of fortune. Look at all the fantastic prizes and thanks from our studio audience. Vanna? She did an episode recently as a contestant, Vanna White. Uh But also, Pat Sajak's daughter has been on a lot recently filling in for Vanna White. Is this a coup? What is going on here? You got to pass the baton eventually. I mean, for a stone-cold fox. She is 66 years old now. Could you imagine the calluses on her fingers? No, it's flipping all those letters for 40 years. Touch screen now. For how long? I, I think a while. Like 82 to 2010? So she started in 82. 82, 82, 82. It's my second Rain Man reference this segment. Is there a Wheel of Fortune episode of Rain Man? No, that little... Uh, that sentence didn't make sense mm-hmm. after I said it. That was Wapner. Time for Wapner. Mm-hmm. I don't get whatever you guys are doing right now. <laughs> you never saw Rain Man? No, of course not. Wait, hold on. What? what? That should be at the top of your list. What list? Of movies you need to watch that oh, are actually man. good. I'm, classic. I am busy. Classic. Not like Smoking oh, Aces. Classic. I already saw Smoking Aces. I know. Oh, wow. That should be at the top of everyone's bad movie list. <laughs> I've never seen Rain I Man. i got to watch it now. Oh, it's so entertaining. Wait till you get to the scene with Jason Bateman. Oh, my God. Uh. Pat Hajak's daughter. Okay. Kind of looks like Vanna White. Uh-oh. I'm not saying. Why, I'm just saying. Why is that an uh-oh? Yeah, why is that an uh-oh? I just, I. Uh. I think she needs to get the uh, paternity test, see who her real mother is. Well, there's she's much taller than Vanna White. Is that how that works? Oh, she's adorbs. She's adorbs. Look at that. She's also a singer. How long until Drew Carey takes over as the host of Wheel of Fortune? She's got the best gig. I do think people have forgot about Bob Barker. First off, spay and neuter your cats. You'll never forget about Bob Barker. Ever. How could you forget about Bob Barker? Drew Carey is making it easy. He beat up Happy Gilmore. (laughs) <laughs> the greatest golfer in the history of the sport, probably besides Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, number one. Happy Gilmore, number two. Bob Barker beat that dude up. You can never forget about Bob Barker. Single-handedly helped the feral cat situation in every single United States metropolis. That's that's an urban legend. Also, greatest golfer of all time, Kim, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> this hour brought to you by North Korea? No, by TJ Trout, which is where we'll be next Monday, 3 to 6. That'll be fun. On Juneteenth. On Juneteenth, talking about Kim Jong-un. Well, behind the scenes, uh, it's my mommy's birthday. 
How about that? They made it a holiday? In Texas first, and now the whole country. Now, that, Well, the whole country is only now finding out years later. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good June We've been show. celebrating this whole time. Pat Sajak is on the quote-unquote Mount Rushmore of talk show hosts. He's number one now. Well, now. No one has no, hosted a show longer than him. He's not number one. Okay. Wayne Brady. Would <laughs> He's in the mix. Wayne Brady's honorable mention. Bob Barker had Barker's beauties, and that was a big deal. Okay. Alex Trebek, number one. Yep. Bob Barker, number two. Richard Dawson, number three. Oh. Mm, mm, he wouldn't have lasted very long these days. Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery's up there for sure. Sajak's, what, fourth? Sajak's fourth. I don't know. He's ahead of like... 40 years. Regis Feldman? Is he ahead of Regis Feldman? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For okay. sure. I, my bad, guys. For sure. Dick Clark made $200 million hosting shows. You want to you wanna downplay him, too? He oh, worked one no, day but... a year. That lazy SOB. Oh, no, no, no. He worked all the time. Yeah. Constantly. Hey, listen to Jerry. I only saw He's the hardest only, working man in showbiz. I only saw him one day a year. It's called New Year's Eve. Only day I ever saw him work. Jerry says. Lazy. We're not talking unless we're talking Monty Hall. No, Jerry. We're not talking Monty Hall. Oh. Howie Mandel on the list? No. Okay. No, I'm just no. throwing it out there. Wink Martindale? Alex Trebek, number one. Bob Barker, number two. Chuck Woolery, number three. Pat Sajak, number four. I'd switch Richard Johnson, uh, Dawson doesn't make the cut. Okay. He's he's the next one. Tom Bergeron? Too creepy. Richard Dawson, not Tom Bergeron. Also Tom Bergeron. Did Jerry Springer ever host a that's game it, show? He it. did not. No, that's it. That's <laughs> the list. <laughs> what, his show wasn't a game Monty show? Monty Hall is also honorable mention. Pat Sajak might be number one. Maybe Steve Harvey. Not because oh, of talent, oh. but because because he hosts all of them. Personal. And he's a judge. I know this because I was recently in an airport. Wasn't Ed McMahon <laughs> partnered with Bob Barker for a long time? Um, I think you're thinking of Johnny Carson. <laughs> well, obviously Johnny Carson. But did he do the come on down or is that someone else? I think that's somebody else. Okay. Yeah, come on down, guys. Different. Personal favorite of mine will make no one's list, Ben Stein. Oh, not oh, legend. Not legend. the real person, Ben Stein, though. Legend. Not actual Ben Stein. Just the art that is Ben Stein. Sure. Actual Ben Stein, not for me. Be very clear on that. Slightly abrasive. Kind of an abrasive dude. Win Ben Stein's money, though. That Just the idea of the show is just classic. No, it was not classic. A lot of money. Oh, I feel just... like it was revolutionary. Oh, okay. Trebek, Barker, Sajak, Woolery, final answer. Yeah. Dawson, Monty Hall. Honorable why, why are you leaving Dick Clark off this list, dude? He is not a game show host. Love the $10,000 pyramid? Yeah, I think he did a couple, but... He did way too many other things to be considered a game... He transcends game show host. Yeah. Sorry to say it. Yeah. That's like saying Michael Jordan's a good baseball player. He was. He was. Fantastic. Played professional baseball. They paid yeah, him. I know. They he paid him money. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. I mean. Classic Jordan. But he was better at basketball. I mean, I mean ask Scotty Pippen. Ask him. He will tell you. Oh. 
I just don't like that you two are like, well, American Bandstand was its own type of glory. That's and not a game show. I know. That's what I'm saying. You can't just dismiss his time. Yeah. Did Alex Trebek host a stupid New Year's Eve party? No. no. He was too busy educating the masses. Ed McMahon. And doing what he did best. Used to host. The object is in Missing Links. You know who took over both of those? Dick Clark. And what were these shows? Have we seen them? Yeah, they're game shows. Yeah. He hosted Let's Make a Deal. Scategories, I don't know what that is. I remember that one. I played that game when I was a kid. It Takes Two, I don't know what that is. That's a dumb one. But I do know Let's Make a Deal, which is currently hosted by Wayne Brady, but was originally hosted by the aforementioned Dick Clark. All right, give me your final on it again. What is it? Trebek, unquestionable number one. Okay. Bob Barker. The Bob Barker. Yeah, beat up Happy Gilmore. It's, it's hard not putting him first, but Alex Trebek exists. Chuck Woolery, and then Pat Sajak. Trebek, number one. Bob yep. Barker, number two. Correct. Pat Sajak, number three. That's fine. Richard Dawson, number four. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I'm, it is. I'm not mad at that. I got Woolery a little higher, though. Drew Carey is sneaking up on the list. Call yeah. me a foolery. Let's go to break. From the text line. Oh, this is so stupid. From the friend of the show text line. Okay. Nick Cannon. He's trying to anger me before Eric Quill joins or, us. Or. Like, what are we doing? Or. Game show hosts? We're playing games with Mariah Carey. Yeah. Eric Quill, when we get back, we're talking to Mexico United soccer. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Lassie died and he left me. I'm on the rise, get my who's licking, who's on the list, but who's checking it? Yeah, she'll die, but her breath could be stinking. Welcome to the program for the first time. New friend of the show, new to the city of Albuquerque, new to the hearts of United fans. Head coach of your New Mexico United, Eric Quill, joins the program. Let's go! Let's go! Let's do this. Coach, Thanks for having me, guys. welcome for the first time of what will be a lot of times, and welcome to your home for the foreseeable future and your new soccer team how excited are you to be here my man how excited are you to be a part of the culture of the new mexico united and the culture of the city of albuquerque uh extremely excited words can't describe right now just it's been an amazing um reception um from the people um the staff um just outstanding and i'm just uh truly blessed to, to have this opportunity to to represent an amazing fan base and just I'm really looking forward to trying to make these guys proud. Coach Quill, uh, H-Town to Albuquerque. I know your soccer talents have taken you all over the country, but is there any culture shock going from Houston to Albuquerque, much like uh, I have as well, my friend? <laughs> I mean, a good culture shock. I mean, just dri driving through New Mexico, um, I've never taken this route. I think I've been through every – um, exit from Texas, except for this one. Yeah. Um, and I really, my wife and I, we were commenting, we really enjoyed it. And, and 
what a beautiful state this is um, that needs more more people talking about it. So um, I just uh, re- we really enjoyed it, and, and just our two days here in Albuquerque, we're we're falling in love with it quickly. All right, where's that down south Houston, Texas drawl? How do you how did you develop this non regional dialect? I can't hear a drop of H town in you. I think it's just uh, moving all over, playing you know, playing all over. You're around so many different, you know, people from so many different areas of the country. I think I'm just a, a smorgasbord of of all the different uh, you know people that have entered my life and I've spent a lot of time around in different parts of the country. And so I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint, um, but it, it's it's there at times with certain words, but. Um, yeah, I, you wouldn't know that I'm from Texas, I guess, yep. by the accent. It's not co-host of Two Men on Van Nunley. It's not head coach of the New Mexico United, Eric Quill. The best part about Texas is Highway 40 westbound. That's the best part about Texas <laughs> is coming straight to Albuquerque, getting out, being here, being part of this thing. Coach, you are part of this thing now. Big press conference today, obviously a whole bunch of people out. Um, you ever had this type of response to professional soccer? Have you ever had this type of immediate embrace the way you saw it today no never it's crazy uh, right it's uh it's just it's motivating right it's just uh see those people in the room and the the questions that were asked were you know they weren't run-of-the-mill questions they were really heartfelt and thought out and um and so you know the the soccer iq and and love of this team and, and organization is very evident um, by the questions that were asked today, and, and uh, I really enjoyed it, and I'm just looking forward to, to meeting more people and embracing myself and, and integrating myself into the fabric of this great city and, and this, this great organization. I mean, you ha- had a playing career before this coaching career. It's not just youth straight to, Good point. to coaching. Like, Do you think this gives you an advantage that you are out there playing on this level, getting your cleats dirty, and you're not just some dork with a clipboard? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I think it's the, the experiences I had. I, I think when I think about it, I think I probably had um, – there's nobody in our locker room – whether it be an 18-year-old or a 34-year-old that I haven't had um, a similar experience to, um, because I came into MLS at age 18, I didn't play much, you know, for the first year or two. Um, really had to sit and absorb and learn, um, and you know, then I got my shot. So you know, I, I recognize the guys that come in that are young that want to be, they want to play right away, but maybe just aren't ready yet, and, and uh, they have to sort of you know bide their time. And then uh, you know, when you get your shot. You know, it's a, it's an amazing journey, amazing ride to play in front of passionate fans. Um, there's no adrenaline rush like it. Uh, and then when you know when it comes to the end, you're you're uh, you don't want to let go, and you're just you just want you're just that crafty veteran that now is uh, is teaching the young pros how, how to be a, how to be a pro. So it's a it's a crazy dynamic in a locker room um, through all the ages, uh, and so. Our roster is really um, dynamic and from from young to to veteran, and I just think it's really well balanced. And I'm looking forward to getting to know all these guys on a more personal level. Just from today, I'm just uh, more and more you know impressed with with our locker room. So, coach, I'm sure you could tell early in joining us on the program, brand new New Mexico United head coach Eric Quill. We're excited to have him. I think your first radio interview, whatever. Not trying to flex. So, head coach Eric Quill. Uh, I need a promise. I need because there's fellowship between us now. I need a promise. Okay. 
Yeah. We're going to put it on El Paso so dang bad oh, every single goodness. time they come to town and every single time we go to their town and we'll make them wish that the entirety of their city is in Mexico only and we no longer accept them as a part of the league. Can you insure me of that? <laughs> is that a thing? I, 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 I'm, yeah, I can promise you that. Yeah, let's that's, go. That's, there that's, we go. That's the correct answer. There's nothing I hate more than the city of El Paso and their athletics teams on this entire planet. <laughs> They got it coming to them. Yeah, they do. <laughs> as much as I respect the city of El Paso, no. in it, but this this is a uh, you know all fair and love and war. So it's a uh, you know there's there's definitely we're coming for them. Okay, and then my second question: Can I get some Meow Wolf tickets or what's up? You just got like a couple <laughs> of them laying around, or how's that work? <laughs> I, I I don't have those connections yet. Man. No. You hit me okay. too early. I'm trying- Soon. I can't even get them myself. So Very I, I soon. Gotta, I got to win some games first. Hey, if uh, the Brain Trust at New Mexico United isn't enough, some great soccer minds over there, some passionate football fans there, you get to go home and have another great soccer mind right in your own home. As uh, The wifey is also a brilliant soccer mind. Do, do you guys just live, eat, sleep, drink, breathe soccer? We do. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's the blessing and the curse of our family. It's, uh, we... Uh, we, when we want to put the ball away, we just can't. It comes back up, you know, five minutes later. We we try to we try to put it on the back burner, but then you know, it just always finds a way of resurfacing. So, um, but it's a lot of fun. It challenges, you know, me. She challenges me in all the great ways, and and she's a very very smart soccer mind um, that I rely on more than people know. Um, so I, I've always said she's the I'm the second best soccer player in the family. She's oh, the second best coach. Susan Susan Bush or Susan Quill, I would assume now. I don't, I don't really know how that Susan works. Susan Bush, maiden name, yes. There we go. Yeah, obviously played for the U.S. team. Coached, too, for the U.S. team, or am I making that up? He coached uh, for the University of Houston women's. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, obviously, a world of knowledge. So, um, so the, not just will you have – Oh, your your nine to five work day, which is not nine to five in the world of athletics at all. So not only we have that, you'll then go home and you'll talk about it over dinner, talk about it during bath time with the kids, talk about it as they go to bed. I'm, did you bring the dog? Or are you going to get one or, since you're here? Yeah, we, we got too many kids for a dog, so too many young ones. So dogs gonna have to wait. Um, there's no no room for for a dog right now. So what I just heard is you're dog. you're willing to to dog sit for Van when he and I follow the team on the road is what I heard. We can leave the dog with you. Well, our two-year-old loves dogs, so yeah, I think I think he'll take you up on that. Perfect. I'm writing this down. Yeah, super good. This weekend, obviously, Rio Grande Valley, the um, uh, the the stupid little stepbrother of El Paso. Uh, we got them at home. We got a couple games in a row at home. At the end of this little homestand, coach, New Mexico United fan, will see what difference from the squad they saw before you took over to the squad that you have now. They're going to see. Uh, an attacking style of soccer, front foot style of soccer that um, they're going to be en- enjoy watching. Um, we're going to there's going to be a moxie about us and a, and a belief in us that um, we're, we're we're coming to to dominate the game, um, to create a lot of scoring opportunities. That again, what I say, scoring opportunities are, are chances at, at gaining momentum, and momentum in sports is uh, is everything. So. When you get those momentum shifts, and especially this crowd can give momentum to you like no other. Um, so we want to we want to get we want to be off to the races and get the first great chance of the game um, to where even if we don't 
even if we don't finish the chance, it feels like they're down they're one they're down one zero because it's it's just a moment that you know the crowd appreciates and it's it's going to ignite um, the stadium and then you know hopefully we're going to put a bunch away uh, multi goal multi goal game and but we're they're going to, you're going to see passion and behind how we how we defend you're going to see hard, absolute you know hard work as a, as a unit um, but a freedom in the attack to, to be themselves and to, and to have creativity and to want to be on the score sheet. So um, that that will be evident. New Mexico United head coach Eric Quill joining us on Two Men On on the Sports Animal. Coach, deep roster for your New Mexico United. Is there somebody that sticks out? You're like, oh, I can't wait to work with this guy. He's going to fit my style. There's a lot of them, to be honest. That's why that's why I basically jumped in full body to, into the pool because I, I as, as I when I got the opportunity to interview and and as I studied the roster and going through um, research of these guys, I mean a bunch of them drop off, jump off the page to you. I mean we've got some really great veterans and with a lot of winning like backgrounds. You know it's not just guys that have have experience. These guys have experience in winning. Um, and that's any any team that wants to win championships, you got to have, you know, a plethora of guys that have been there before. And then this this roster um, was very smart, smartly built. And you know, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of these guys, and I'm going to continue to be. I'm going to continue to grow. Especially, I'm going to get to know our younger guys. And you know, we want to we want to build something special here. And these guys are, are um, and they want that as well. They they have an absolute respect and a passion behind this, this club. Um, and like I said, there's any, there's, there's a number of guys that can get on the score sheet, um, from front to back. Um, there's a number of guys that are going to be entertainers. Um, uh, and I, I really enjoy watching, um, and I'm going to continue to enjoy watching outside looking in right now, coach in the nine spot, only four wins on the season up is really the only direction this team can go the first step in going up is what uh more more belief more conviction behind um the areas of the game that you know again i've told media i told the team like these this team is very close this team has put together um bulks of minutes where they've been the dominant team in games especially this past weekend even though the result wasn't there if you look at you know the body of work it just you know majority of the game i thought we were the better team and and against a good tampa team that's you know it's one of the top teams in the east so you know really we've got to start believing and start and having a more consistency throughout the 95 minutes and not have any let-ups and, and uh so <clears throat> consistency is going to be what i'm looking at maybe breaking down the blocks of times from to set goals like let's let's dominate every block of time that, that a 90, 90 plus minute game gives you um so and again, we want to finish games out. We want we don't want we don't want to leave opponents around lingering. Um, we want to put them away and, and keep the foot on the gas. When is the last time you ran out of a tunnel in front of ten thousand fans? <laughs> the last time I ran out of a tunnel. Yeah. In front of, uh, I, I, maybe when I was a player. You know, that, that's too far long ago to right. To talk about. I mean, did, um, I mean, there's like there's a levity of emotion there, right? Like it's. I mean, even thinking about it, it's like goosebump esque. Like the moment when you do, are you prepared for that moment? Because you will immediately have ten thousand of your closest friends there with you at Ice Tops Park. No, it's it's, it's bone chilling, and it's it's 
I long for the day, and, and uh, I'm, I, I want what I want to do is repay the fans for for coming out, and and I want the three points. I'm going to celebrate, like you know what, to uh, just to show my joy and appreciation for them afterwards, um, and and tell them there's going to be many more to come. So um, that's my that's my whole, when I lay my head on my pillow tonight, it's going to be you know embracing that moment with them coming out, and then embracing that moment when it ends. Um, to sort of enjoy that hard work. Head coach of the New Mexico United, Eric Quill. How'd that sound, my friend? Sounds amazing, man. I, I really, it's, uh, it's, it's been a blur kind of week, and I can't believe it's finally here. Um, and it's going to be a great week of training. I'm looking forward to that stadium being rocking. And uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm going to be in the moment. I'm going to take it all in and, and, and enjoy it. We will catch up with you early next week after a big win at home this weekend. Coach Quill, thank you so very much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks, Coach. That's a good dude right there. Stoked. Let's go. Oh. You ever walk away from one and you're like, okay. Okay. We're in the right direction. Sure. We're in the right direction. Sure. You know what I really like about this move by the United? I'll tell you when we get back. When we get back, I'm going to tell you. What I so very much like about this move, also we're going to finish up our NFL roundtable, but I want to finish up my thoughts on New Mexico United and why I'm so very impressed in this moment. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Here's what I really like, Van, about the Eric Quill head coach signing. Okay. It's not an interim. That's a big deal to me. No, it's a good get. I mean, it's just a flat-out good get. Yeah. Because if he'd gone interim, I said, what are we doing? Why are we waiting? I know we're on the outside. Look, we're sitting in the nine. He's got to dump. Just jump all the way in. Just jump in. Just jump in. Let's go. He's got the resume. Did House of Pain teach us nothing? If you could, if you couldn't tell by the presser today, if you couldn't tell by our interview, he's a dude. He's ready to go. I like the aggression. We want to be an attacking team, leaving it all on the pitch. He said front foot, and I took a second and I go, I don't think I've heard that here before. Mm. And I go. Yeah, let's move the ball forward. Let's attack the goal. Let's play in the offensive third. Let's do all those things. This, and no offense to weird dump and chase. I get the idea. You want like the ball travels past defenders in the air. Miss me with all that. Mm-hmm. Give me a dude that's going to go out there and let dudes be dudes. I'm into that. Super into that. Sure. Super into that. Also, we got to run people ragged. Yeah. When we're here in Albuquerque. You know how hard it is to breathe here? Yeah, I do. You got to run people ragged when you got that home field advantage all the way up here. Make people sick. Just like the Black Eyed Peas said. Go on. Keep running, running, running. Okay, thank you. I wasn't sure. Running, running, running. The rest of the show is just going to be musical lyrics from me. All right. Except for today's I-9 Varsity, which we'll have in about four minutes. The anniversary of city slickers. Terminology that I don't understand.
Okay. About westerny stuff. Tell you what, I know all about this. No, you don't. Going from Houston, Texas to Carlsbad, New Mexico, which is just Wester, Texas. Yeah. Up to Albuquerque. Hey, southern and southwestern lore, it's my jam. I didn't know tumbleweeds were real until I moved here six years ago. Fred, one of my favorite moments early in our friendship, and I'm breaking the fourth wall here a little bit because this ahead. is real, real life stuff, not two men on stuff, is the first time you saw a roadrunner. I had never seen a roadrunner. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that they were actual real animals. I didn't know it was a real thing. You're like, what is that? I was like, Fred, that's a, that's a road runner. You said it like it was normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're everywhere. They weren't. They're not. I've been lots of places without road runners. Yeah, this is one with them. <laughs> they exist here. You see them all the time. The only example I'd ever had of a road runner was the same one everyone has had. Very similar. Fighting coyotes. A little slower. Mimi. Less coyotes. Thank you, Jerry. Also, the second time I ever saw a Roadrunner was not with you. I was down on the Bosque, and it had bitten a snake behind the head before the body, mm-hmm. and it was just whipping it around like Petey Pablo. Correct. Yeah. Only music reference. It's, it's very creepy. It's insanely. They're little dinosaurs. Where I currently live. They can't fly. Oh, they cannot? They can jump and hover. They can't, like, fly, fly. Look like, at me. Like, they away. Can they can do what? Yeah. Coast. Oh, they coast. Like, that's like me in college. They get a running start, and they jump, and they kind of float for a few feet. There's no flying. They're little dinosaurs is what they are. They fly to the top of my house all the time, or they float to the top of my house. Coast to the top of my house. You have one of those like weird like New Mexico-style flat roof houses? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm out next to the desert, so I'm next to the base. Do you know that like in Jurassic Park, when the Velociraptor was like looking around and like tilting its head sideways like a curious puppy. Roadrunners do that, and it is scary. Yeah. It's like they can look into your soul and they know something's wrong. Like, you you can speak English and you just refuse to. That's how I feel when I see a roadrunner look me dead in the eyes. Yeah, they know things. Whenever we get back, they do not know. They have little brains. Uh, I think they have bigger brains than you give them credit for. I, I concur. Mm-hmm. Compared to my brain, they're very little. And also compared to the size of their own body, I feel like it's equally little. It's not big. What I understand the word big to be, it's not that. They don't possess big brain time. Crows know multiple languages. Just like trinkets. Mm-hmm. Nice shiny objects. Technically, by the definition we just gave of a crow, I've dated one. Yeah. Well, they like knickknacks and spoke multiple languages. Was it Chris Robinson of the Black Crows? Jason Lee. <laughs> not a not a music reference. Today's I nine varsity. Where we get back? The I nine varsity of city slicking. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Today's I-9 Varsity, league office 288-99sports.com, 505-312-4999. Taking a registration now for basketball and volleyball leagues. Go to I-9sports.com. 
Just search Albuquerque. It'll come right up for you. Obviously, all the social media outlets that are associated with that. Mm-hmm. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Get your kids involved in something. It's summertime. You know what that means, man. The living is easy. Mm-hmm. The fish are jumping. The cotton is high. I swear to God, Jerry. He's just leaded right into this I-9 varsity. Ten more minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. About eight. I am a big city person. You are. City slicker. City slicker. So, we were talking earlier about Wainwrights. Mm-hmm. Uh, you thought it was a person that pitched for the St. Louis Cardinals. That is correct. Um, it's the last name, like Smith. The guy who builds wagons is a Wainwright. Correct. Today I learned. I could have gone my whole life without that information. And I learned that on the spot today. How about that? Barn sour. Okay. Okay. When a horse wants nothing more than to be in the barn. I feel that one, actually. That one connects with me. This just means lazy. Just means lazy. Just lazy. That's I'm into that. Yeah. Give me that one. Moving forward, whenever like you don't want to do something, I'm going to say you're that thing sour. Okay. So watch for that. Did not catch on. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. That ain't going nowhere. Nope. Quit trying to make fetch happen, Fred. Tarnation. Okay. I'm just going to do uh, what I call Tommy-isms. Okay. Are phrases that my friend Tommy from Carlsbad always says that I just absolutely love so much. And they are, and I'll explain them to you as a, as we go along. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to start off when uh, you're busy or your air quotes in the weeds, you say. In the weeds is one. I've never heard that. Oh, that's a, that's a um, back house. See, yeah, back in the house. Jerry's. Restaurant thing. I know this that. is restaurant. Oh, it's, again, I've never worked in a this restaurant. Isn't, this isn't southern stuff. That's uh, restaurant stuff. Wow. Southern restaurants, maybe. Way better to learn but in the <laughs> south. Maybe it's both. My hillbilly's showing already. All right, how about this one? She's busier than a cat covering crap on a marble floor. Huh? How about that one, Freddie? You heard that one? That's one of my favorite Tommyisms. That Tommyism had a little too much mustard, if you ask me. Okay. That dog won't hunt. What is that, That's Jerry? A, what does that mean? For contributing, Jerry. It ain't going to work. <laughs> it ain't working. Dog ain't going to hunt. What? Yep. A dog won't hunt. Now, this one I learned firsthand because I was called this. Okay. A wobbling jaw. A wobbling jaw? So I've never heard that. That's like a big talker. Okay. Yeah, look at you over there. With oh, your, well, yeah, there we go. Got your wobbling I jaw. I know that. I so know. that is one. I love to think Uncle Billy fly fishing, but he's a bit of a wobbling jaw. I might scare off the fish. That's not bad. I'm telling you. That's not bad. That's a good one. That is a good one. Are you going to study these later? Are you going to come back and start dropping these all the time? Yeah! <laughs> that's Jerry's a natural. Yeah, that's, that's hey, not his first time hey, doing. I that. got kinfolk in Oklahoma, so oh, oh right down kinfolk. My, my pappy's hey. from what? Pappy? Hey. My pappy's from Oklahoma. Hey, so. Jerry. Hey, whereabouts, Jerry? <laughs> Strong city, population thirty-three. Uh, mm. I got Except paid. now it's like down to 28. Only two things come from strong city, you know. What's that? Oh, hey, oh, la, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. la. <laughs> All right, are there, two other, are there two other things from what I was thinking? Yellows and bellies. Okay, thank you. 
I got people in uh, Tahlequah, Jerry. You know, Tahlequah. Oh, okay. Don't know Tahlequah. A little south of Lake Ten Killer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about he's so cheap he wouldn't give a nickel to see Jesus riding a bicycle? <laughs> I've not heard that. That's layers there, baby. What is? Like. It's very, it's very I cheap. Like. It's very cheap. Yeah. So your friend Tommy, right? That's what we went with. These are all Tommyism. Was he a little drunk on Adam's ale? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's uh, just water, Jerry. Oh. Because <laughs> oat soda. I have never heard that until today. Is, That's not one. Is That's that a, a, That's not one. Is no. That Where'd, I, you, where'd you come up with that? Honestly, I gotta. I'll admit, I stole that one from the Big Lebowski. That one stuck with me for a couple decades now. Blows my mind. All right. How about? These next two are going to get exponentially spicier. Okay. And these are referring to um, the fairer sex who aren't quite as orbitally appealing as others. You're talking about ugly girls? Yes. Okay. (laughs) She got rode hard and put up wet. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's like a horse thing. That's a horse. Yeah, that's a horse thing. That's a horse thing. Yeah, it's a saddle thing. You got to dry them off or they'll get sick. Yeah. Rode hard and put up wet. Yeah. What is all rattle, no horn? What does that mean? <laughs> Got me on that one. I'm not going to lie. rattle, no horn? What, is it the, the horned uh, rattlesnakes? Oh, I think it's like all bark, no bite. All bark, no That's, bite. It makes sense, okay. but I don't know the reference. I don't either. A rattle and a horn. I, the texture just in it. I have no idea. No. An Arkansas toothpick is a large knife. <laughs> yeah, Arkansas toothpick. Yeah. Which they used to pick their teeth. 505-246-0610. Thank you for these suggestions. Oh, no. What? Backdoor trots? Hold on. <laughs> <What? laughs> Don't Google backdoor trots. Are you talking about mud butt? Oh, no. Yeah. Get, stay away from the texter. Sally just call it the old mud butt. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. That's a good one. All right. This one's my favorite all-time Tommyism. Okay. And I slide this one in unironically you, every once in a while. Are you checking a website where you have these saved or something? No, I'm looking for new ones. <laughs> okay. I'm just going off. This is the last one that I could remember. This one's my all-time favorite. That girl looked like she got set on fire and put out with a bag of hammers. <laughs> That's the all-time goat Tommyism. Mm. I love that one so much. Or hit with the ugly stick. Oh yeah, that's uh yeah. Yeah, that's a regular one. Fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay, so if you're gonna date a girl, okay? You're gonna go courting, okay? Yeah. According to whatever this website is that talks about cowboy stuff, that's to cut a rusty. See that one's I don't mm mm. Also, there's someone listening right now that's, like, in the world of Western and, like, Southwestern and cowboy culture. And they don't realize how witty this stuff is or ditty this stuff is. Correct. And so I got one, a classic one. I mean, this ain't a Tommyism, but okay. I know you hear this one all the time. And on the contrary to what you hear, it's they mean something different. Jerry, I bet you know this one. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. I was just about to say that. That doesn't mean I have your best intentions in mind. That doesn't. That's not sending well wishes. 
That means you're an idiot. Well, that's fine as cream <laughs> gravy. Oh, man. Bless his little heart. That means, oh, man, he's an idiot. If you guys think that this bit is done, I wouldn't say it has a tail feather left. <laughs> <laughs> These are good. I uh, was fixing to. Funna. Fixing to is like slave south. In Texas, we funna. Okay. Yeah. Fixing to. That's uh Alabama, Georgia area. Texas, we funna. We funna roll. Yeah, this is wild to me. It's a whole it's a whole new language. And I'm a friend of like colloquialisms. Like I'm into this. A good one that I don't know the root of. It's like when things are all messed up. Yeah. They're all cattywampus. Oh yeah, like kick up a row. You're like, what? Kick up a row of what? Good program today. Big thank you to Eric Quill who joined us. Big thank you to all the friends of the show that Jerry hung up on. <laughs> Happened once. Once! Yeah. Okay, that we know of. Friend of the show, 1154, says, happier than a punk. At- well, I can't finish that one. Okay. Jerry, thank you so very much. Van, final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Anything we didn't cover, which is ample. Make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. A left-handed wife is a mistress. Yeah. Who knew that? Well, obviously me and Jerry. Good job, everyone. GG. Say you tomorrow, Berkey. That'll be a look to see. <laughs>